Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis, and this is episode 25 of this awesome show. And I am joined today by the Spooky Movie Squad. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, you're in for one hell of a podcast. Uh, enjoy. Daddy. Welcome back. <laughs> so, by all the cues, uh, hopefully you understand what movie we watch. So, last year uh, I took my friends on a journey to uh, Honey, Honeydew, Honey Island, Honey swamp. Island. I want to say Honeydew Swamp. Honeydew, so Honey <laughs> Island Swamp, and we met a a, a fellow named Victor Crowley. <laughs> and then I realized that we never watched the last one. So I got him through the trilogy, which we never reviewed the last one. Yeah. And so the trilogy encapsulates Mary Beth's horrible three day death, death capades <laughs> with her saving the day and actually killing Victor Crowley, melting his dumb face. So how do they make another one, Otis? Well, you know, with horror movies like this, it's easy to make the bad guy come back. And so it's funny. The they were doing a 10 year anniversary event for the original Hatchet film, and you know, it filled up. People want to watch the original one. And then the director Adam Green came out and he's like, So, this was supposed to be us watching the original Hatchet, but we quietly made another Vic- Victor Crowley movie. So, he <laughs> and then they got to see Victor Crowley just there, and they were like, I'm not ready for a new one. And then everyone saw it, and uh, this one's fun. I, I like it. I will say there's a little more talking than in some of the other ones. Uh, I know two and three was just straight, just murder. People were getting their skin ripped off in those. This movie's a lot campier than the other one. Yes. For sure. It, it kind of went back to how the first one was because the first movie, it's maybe 40 minutes in before like madness starts. And so this one, there's a pretty good chunk of just talking and silliness. I mean, people get jaws ripped off and <laughs> arms stuffed into their bodies and out of their bodies. So like there's still the rough stuff that happens just like all these movies but this one's really good and the ending sets up i mean the inevitable part five of this and i'm very happy um this movie's fun so uh katie what did you think about victor crowley i liked it a lot i like this movie a lot um it is like i was saying it is definitely campier than two and three and i'd say even more than one this one was they were really going for it with the one-liners and like snappy comebacks um, that just didn't seem I didn't seem to notice in the first three um but it was still good there was a lot of crazy killing and yeah I liked it a lot agreed outlandish premise but it's a horror film so like they're all pretty outlandish yeah (laughs) uh Micah what do you think uh yeah i thought this movie definitely did like you said it's more campy uh definitely didn't take itself too seriously you know we got down to it it just just kidding sorry i got off caught off guard with all the uh, cliches there but no (laughs) it was it was a pretty well put together movie like the production quality on it for one thing was the best of the all four of them that's for damn sure oh yeah um 
And the, the practical effects were just fun. Like, they made no <laughs> sense as to why he was just going after them. Um, I did really enjoy the 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 thing where, that I've been complaining about where a lot of these movies try to force too much story. But this one didn't really ever put together the story. And so I was like, actually, I'm enjoying this a lot more because it's not trying to force a story on us. Just letting Victor Crowley, you know, go Victor Crowley on everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that was what made this movie a lot more enjoyable. And instead of trying to create a universe, it was just like, yeah, no, we're just having fun. And here, look, buckets of blood. Hey, babe. Hey. 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 How do you think? What do you think about this movie? How do I think with my brain? That's good. Yeah. What do you think about the movie? Oh, okay. Well, now that we're on that topic, um, I loved it. It was hilarious. It was super dumb. Um. <laughs> I will never be able to visually get past the opening kissing her snot face with the <laughs> so much goop. Oh, oh was, no. Oh, oh. oh. Put yourself oh together. <laughs> Fuck, that was so beautiful. You gotta wipe your nose and then she like wipes it up. Right. She's like, I think I got it. And it's like, speckled. no, no, you gotta wipe like this. <laughs> That was the best. But no, this was absolute gold. And I am quite endeared to the Hatchet series. And I cannot wait for the beautiful disaster that number five will inevitably be. (laughs) I'm very pumped for it. We'll get to the ending of it. But yeah, the ending of this one is it's it's very nice. So um, yeah, it's fun. Give it a shot. Like if you enjoyed the first three you'll you'll have a good time with this one it's it's fits right in there i need to go back and figure out which one's the worst of the four because i like i love them all but one of them has to be the not as loved you know we have a lot of kids one kid's just not as loved as the other one yeah but, <laughs> but it's true there's a kid you like oh it's not here being fucked he up. keeps fucking up you, you love him but you like you keep fucking up you know <laughs> so one of them is that one but i don't know which one so uh yeah so we'll get through this story and uh we'll just talk about our favorite and least favorites so there is a cool flashback to the 60s and jonah ray so if you watch mystery science theater 3000 the newer ones he's the new uh hapless person that gets captured by the mads and has forced to watch shitty movies with the robots and so it was really cool to see him in this because he's a very funny person Mm -hmm. and so he proposes to his girlfriend sue and (laughs) on the swamp and she proceeds to just like lose it because she's happy it's joy but then she just like cries and snots everywhere and she does not she's not able to wipe her face properly and it, it it's very hilarious and so she's very happy that they're going to be married and then they hear a very familiar sound to us not them and uh jonah he's like oh man somebody might be hurt let's go look and i'm like that's not good you shouldn't be looking for anybody in a swamp like that and so they actually meet up with a hunter and it's it's Kane Hodder so <laughs> it is um no Kane Hodder is Victor Crowley sorry they meet this hunter and it's actually Tyler Maine so that guy played Sabretooth in the first X-Men movie and he played I think he was actually Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie 
Halloween movies. So uh, he was a gigantic man. I was like, oh shit, it's Tyler Bain. Uh, he gets his head cut off by Victor Crowley. And Victor Crowley runs up and he, oh, what does he do to Jonah? Does he just, oh no, he hits the axe in his face and his eye comes out. Mm-hmm. And then chops off all the limbs of the of his fiance. And then I think she, he just, I forgot what he does. He chops her limbs off. So they're dead. So we move to 2017. So it's 10 years after the Crowley massacres. So you remember the first few movies? This happened within, what, three days, maybe three whole days where Anna, uh, Mary Beth, not Annabeth, Mary Beth is leaving the, the swamp, going back in, leaving and coming back with even more people to get killed. And so the paramedic, Andrew Young, the third Asian person played by the same character, he actually survived. So he stayed in the boat with the um, with the sheriff and before the sheriff got his head sanded off. He is the guy from Gremlins. So he stayed in the boat and just stayed quiet and didn't want to die. And he got picked up. And so some people think that he committed all these murders himself, which would be very absurd for one person to do. And you have to be super strong. He doesn't look that strong to me. But, you know, what do I know? And so uh, he gets exonerated of all the the crimes because they have no real evidence. He's like, my God, like this man got chopped. These two men got chopped by, it'd have to be an eight foot chainsaw. That's not possible to hold. I'm like, yeah, that, that wasn't him. So he appears on his ex-wife's show, the Sabrina show. It's like, like Oprah or Ellen, I guess. And uh, he he prom- he's promoting a new book, uh, I Survivor, and it's his harrowing tale in Honey Island Swamp, where he defeated Victor Crowley. <laughs> and so in his book, he's saying that he actually saved the day. So while that's happening, we meet up with Chloe, her boyfriend, Alex, and her best friend, Rose. And so they are traveling to a uh, book signing with Andrew so they can get him to be in their mock trailer for B-movie, because they're making a movie about this whole situation, they're making their own hatchet movie. And so it's it would be better if they actually got one of the survivors in the movie, which I think is actually pretty fucked up. It's like, hey, you survived 9-11. You want to be in my 9-11 movie? It's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I live that. That's terrible. So at the signing, uh, Andrew, he signs a set of boobies. And then he is almost forced to sign a penis. And he, he's like, I don't, I don't do that. He's like, you a homophobe? He's like, no, no, sir, I'm not. I'm just not signing a penis right now. Um, so he gets chased off. Actually, not chased off. A couple of the survivors, their family come to the signing. And they're like, I know you killed my brother. The picture was from Hatchet 2. Some of the people that went into the swamp to hunt down Victor Crowley. And he's like, I know you killed my brother, you son of a bitch. So his... Um, manager gets a call and they want him to go on a plane over honey island swamp and do an interview by the swamp and he's like there's no fucking way i'm going back to that swamp and she tells him that they are going to pay you a million dollars to go and so uh fear be damned i'm getting my million dollars and so he hops on a plane to go over the swamp uh he is very nervous and scared and he does not want to do this but uh, he's on a private charter plane with Sabrina and a lot of her crew. So there's camera people, makeup people, and just folks to get the show going. Unfortunately, the plane's engine explodes and the plane crashes into the swamp, which isn't the bad. I mean, it's not the worst thing because 
no one's been murdered there in 10 years. The thing is gone. Ooh. You know? But unfortunately, huh? I was gonna do another inner interjection. <laughs> no, go ahead. Boom, boom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Uh, sorry, we were experiencing such a delay. Uh, we had a problem with one of our engines. <laughs> so as the the plane's going down, the crew, uh, the film crew, they are working out some of the uh, the words, and so. Uh, what is her name? Rose. Rose is asking, say here, are these words, are these the real words that they use to curse Victor Crowley's father and stuff? Like, yeah, that should be the words. He's like, well, is it right? Are they exact words? He's like, well, look it up on YouTube. Maybe someone is on there doing the words right. So we go through a little playlist of people struggling with the words, I assume. And then we go back to old Reverend Zombie. And if you real remember, he died in the second movie. He got his skin ripped off. So uh, it is just a cool little, he made a YouTube video at some point and was like, hey, these are the words of the real curse. So his voice, and I assume the other people helped too, they actually resurrect Victor Crowley. So I don't know if Victor, this one still can be defeated the same way because first Victor got to be with his dad. So that's why he melted. But this one, I don't know. So Victor comes back. So uh, they split up because a body falls out of the sky. And so Dylan, their new actor that's going to be in the movie, Dylan's an absolute mess. He has laminated uh, photo photos of himself. One's like a soldier. One's like a construction guy. And one's in black and white, just in case it's, if it's a period piece. <laughs> so they run to the wreckage. And Casey... Uh, one of the camera people, she's trapped under these seats and the plane is like got holes in it. And so it's filling up. So they got to find a way to get her out. So Dylan's like, well, I got tools back in my boat. We'll get to the boat, get back here and save her. While they're there, they hear that old favorite yell. So Victor Crowley's back. No one believes Andrew when he's like, holy shit, it's him. And they're like, no, nah, you're just going crazy. He's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Actually tells everybody to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and um so chloe and alex they hear the screams and so they head into further into the swamp and they actually find the old crowley shed and the farm and they meet victor crowley there's this um uh this light that's just timed and so it's it like goes motion sensor light. yeah and so it lights up and nothing's there and he's like oh see there's nothing here and then victor crowley just comes out and just just tackles him. him yeah oh man and so Alex gets his shit rocked. And so Chloe is running off. She makes it to the plane wreckage and she's knocking on the windows and they're like, go, go to the door. And she doesn't see that Victor Crowley's right behind her and he's just following her. Smashes her head into the glass of a plane, which is absurdly strong. And then leaves her out to die, maybe, I don't know, 30 steps away from the plane. And so Rose wants to go out and save her friend because it's her best friend. Andrew's like, no, that's a trap. He wants us to get out of this plane because he can't break in. And unfortunately, the manager, Andrew's manager, she's like, I can't breathe. I'm getting off this plane. And she runs off. She actually makes it out of the plane. Hey, that's not bad. And then another guy pokes his head out of the plane and gets the top of his head cut off. <laughs> and so his scalp falls off and lands on his fiance or wife's face as she's drowning. 
and then his brain falls out. <laughs> so they all scream, close the door. And uh, so at this point, everyone's starting to freak out and they're trying to figure out some type of plan. So um, the manager, she runs off. She gets her arm ripped off, stuffed up her vagina, which rips all the way through her body and out her mouth. And so her phone starts ringing. And so she is super duper dead. The whole plane sees this and they all scream. Rose throws up on the window as she sees this. And then Chloe gets her face smushed in. So Victor comes back to the plane and he is hitting on it. Uh, he goes back for a belt sander, the same belt sander from the old movies. And it still works after 10 years, which don't make no sense. Yeah, it's not plugged in. Yeah, hey, let's not talk about all those things. Maybe it's gas powered. Okay. Where did he get gas? But, you know. <laughs> Katie, okay. <laughs> uh, they actually talk about why they shouldn't be here. And Andrew's like, damn, I shouldn't have did this for a million dollars. And Sabrina's like, you weren't getting paid a million bucks, but like your manager lied to you. You were getting what, 25,000 maybe? Yeah. Like you're not that important. And he's like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm here for nothing. Um, so they're freaking out and Crowley lay, jumps on the top of the plane and he's using the belt sander on the roof. And he actually turns the plane back on it. The power comes back on. And so Dylan, the smartest, dumbest person in the plane, realizes, hey, the plane's back on. You know what that means? And they're like, what does that mean, you idiot? He's like, we can turn the engine on. And if that engine's on, we got a weapon to use against Victor Crowley. And they're like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty smart. So he goes to the cockpit and he starts randomly pressing buttons. While that happens, Andrew, Sabrina, and Rose sneak out of the plane. They swim out and uh, they're looking for the manager's phone because they can use that phone and get a little further out and get reception. Well, that plan goes to shit, and Andrew comes back to the plane, and Rose ends up in a tree hiding, and Sabrina gets her shit rocked. So, oh no. Rose makes it back to the plane, with Victor right behind her, and they fight off Victor. They actually shoot a flare right into his face, and it like melts his face kind of, because he gets back up, and he's like bloody faced, and the engine comes on. And so he's right in front of the engine. They, well, Rose tries to throw his hatchet at him like a tomahawk and it goes nowhere. <laughs> and uh, they actually push him back a little bit. So he's right on the engine about to fall in. And then Dylan, my boy Dylan, he looks at Rose and he's like, well, I know what I got to do. And he runs, he tackles Crowley into the turbine, mushing them all up. <laughs> and then uh was it rose she just starts screaming and then the, the well, credits hit. beforehand he, he turns around and he goes i would have had your babies Boop. yep <laughs> earlier he's like i still love you even though even if you have a penis and she's like i don't have a penis <laughs> that was from earlier um so they die and then the news pops up in the mid-credit scene and it reports on the crash and you just hear a rocking chair and someone's watching the TV. And it says that a, a plane crashed in the Honey Island Swamp. And they're talking to somebody there. And he's like, yeah, it's like a bloodbath. And it's like, I don't understand how people died this far away from the plane. It's like, and they're in pieces. That makes sense. Like, like a plane accident wouldn't do this. And they're like, oh, God, there's dead bodies on the Crowley estate. And then the rocking chair stops. And we see... It's old Mary Beth 
And she's like, I've been waiting for you, motherfucker. And she picks up a shotgun. And so she's heading to the swamp because she knows that he's back. So apparently, even though she killed him, she's just been waiting. She's like, he's going to come back and I'm going to kill him again. Was this a post credit scene? Yeah. Okay. I, I missed that. <laughs> I was sitting here looking at Emma going, that. wait a minute. What is he talking about? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah I missed the post credit scene because I went back. Yeah. 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 It's uh like maybe 15 seconds into the credits when the music starts. You stopped it almost immediately too. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah, it's like 15 seconds in. But yeah, Mary Beth Fuck. stands up and she's like, let's go. Round fucking four, I guess. And so the next movie, Mary Beth's gonna go back because she knows he's back. So also next movie. Yeah. So I'm very pumped to see Mary Beth. She looks cooler and she's mad. She she's always mad, but uh she's ready to fight. So It'll be her and Andrew and Rose and other person survive. So, hey, the team is getting bigger. So I'm very pumped to see what they do with the next one. Is it going to be called Hatchet 4 or Hatchet 5? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Technically, that's 4, but it, I don't know what they're going to do. I know a lot of horror movies don't want to continue the number and get too big, you know? So maybe it just might be Victor Crowley, too. Well, I put in... Yeah, Saw pushed it as hard as they could, and then they gave up and started coming out with wacky titles. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay adam green teases victor crowley's return in hatchet five. Oh, so he's going back to the numbers okay hey i'm fine i don't i don't care it's that's hatchet four we just well, watched when you, yeah when you search hatchet four victor crowley comes up yeah so. yeah that's how people do it in searches so katie who was your favorite character in victor crowley so i didn't like this person at the beginning but by the end of the movie i really liked them and they were my favorite character and that's rose yeah <laughs> uh she was trash at the beginning she's like fuck it i'm just be naked it doesn't fucking matter garbage like she was a dumb hoe then by the end of it she had there was a lot of character growth there and i really liked her like quippy one-liners and she was just funny as fuck um yeah micah yeah it's kind of hard to pick anybody else except for rose um I guess honorable mention would be the uh, tour guide. Dylan, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Dylan. You know, I mean, he, this he, is Master Chief Sergeant Dylan McMasters. He was so excited whenever he like finally accepted. To, he, he's like a kid and he's like, all right, I know I'm the muscly guy who's supposed to be the leader of this group, but I'm scared. <laughs> but like every time he, you know, he would take a second and then show him like really push it. Oh, good, fine, I'll do it. I'll go. Like and the the scene where the the husband when Jeremy pops in, he's like, "No, I'll do it." She's like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I put on okay, so I put on some weight. I did track in high school. <laughs> wasn't Jeremy? Was it? Yeah. No. And no. they were talking about going out to the boat. No, it was an, his name started with an A. Austin. Oh, was it Austin? It wasn't yeah, Austin. Okay. Well, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, and then every time that he did decide to take charge, he, you know, he got all excited and was so gung ho about it, especially making yeah, all the calls Austin. in the cockpit. Okay, Austin. Austin, not Jeremy. Sorry. But yeah, made all, making all those calls out in the cockpit. <laughs> hey, it was a private frequency. Get the hell off of it. <laughs> Hey, Emma. Oh, hey. Who's your favorite character? Who, me? Well, you see, 
I didn't have one. So I'm going to go with the belt sander for maintaining its usefulness for 10 years. Yeah, so good yeah. job. She didn't have a favorite character. She had them all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Micah beat me to it. I love Dylan in this movie. <laughs> this first time you see him, he's doing these like not all right impressions. You know, he's like, he's like, you talking at me? He's like, I think he's talking to me. He's like, you talking at me? And he's like doing a shitty Christopher Walken and stuff when you meet him. And he seems like he's going to be the dumb one that dies really fast. But then he starts like he's really brave. Like when um, the one lady that's trapped under the water, when she finally is like drowning and she thinks she's holding the hand of her husband, he died earlier. His brain fell out like he's there holding her hand and she's squeezing really hard because she's dying. And he's like upset that he's like has to be there for somebody that's dying. You know, Uh, he went through a lot. He came up with the plan at the end. If he didn't think up the whole turbine thing, they all just sat there being upset at each other and crying and die. So. Uh, he really didn't have to fully tackle Victor Crowley. He could have just drop kicked him into it, but you know, I wouldn't have mind if he survived and he was in the next one. Same. Yeah, it just it would have been cooler to see him like I survived this. So he's like, I'm an expert on Victor Crowley stuff now, and then you know, get let him die in the second one. You know, get him yeah. a little too brave, and then he dies. But I'm fine with Rose making it and stuff. But it'd been nice to see them like their relationship because he's like, yeah. I'd have had your babies. And it's like, well, I survived. He's like, let's go out on burgers. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been cool, but eh, it's all right. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Sabrina. Yup. The ex-wife of uh the of Andrew Young. Just she was just such a bitch the whole time. And like I understand, you know, there's history there because he's your ex-husband and whatever. And how or why you married him after not believing him for years and years and years that he fucking was not the murderer in this swamp like why did you even get married to him clearly you got married to him after the events of the swamp thing and it of or after the events of the swamp and before you got divorced before the next events in the swamp like how did you not believe him over at all over the course of those 10 years? And you just fucking rag on him all the goddamn time. Like, you're the worst fucking person. Sabrina was trash. And in my opinion, her death was not big enough for how garbage she was. She should have had, like, the worst death. And she didn't. Uh, Micah? I'll go with the publicist. Kathleen? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, she was uh, very much just entirely too self-centered. It didn't fit well with the <clears throat> the movie. Uh, she had tunnel vision. Like uh, the the worst part was when she ran out of the plane in the first place. Like everybody's like, "Yo, yo, what are you doing? Like, don't go out there. We're all in here because we're safe." And she's like, "No, I can't get. I I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Not listening. Just fucking bolts out there and." They're just like, look, he's right, he's right there. Get out of the way. And she's like, nope, I'm looking for bars. I'm out here looking for a signal. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy, was her death. The, <laughs> I loved it. Her death above all <laughs> was probably the top death. <laughs> yeah. That was that was pretty fucking gruesome. Got her arm chopped off. After and she then, fisted uh, herself. 
Shoved all the way out her mouth. Yep. Yowza. But yeah, so... I mean, she wasn't the most evil character, but it was a pretty pretty epic way to go. She was up there. Hey, Emma. Hey, Micah. Sounds like you might be in agreement. Ditto. Otis? Yeah, my least favorite, Katie actually hit on the head. Uh, it's Sabrina. And it's funny, in the third movie, we got the ex-wife of the sheriff. And, but she was actually pretty good. She wanted him to live. And she worked out the plan and got the ashes. And he's like, well, we got to do these because I want my, you know, my ex-husband to live because I love him. And she did all that stuff. So it was nice to see an ex-wife like that. And then we get the complete opposite in this movie. And I was like, oh, you're poop. You wouldn't save Andrew if you had the chance. So uh, she was she was crap. And I knew she wasn't going to make it, even though Andrew was like trying to save her and it felt like he might have had still had some feelings for her and stuff. She's like, no, no, I don't care about you. And he's like, oh, okay. But no, nah, it she was poop and she died. So, you know, didn't matter. So let's do seven word synopsis. So I have two of them. Um, good to be back in the swamp. I love these movies. It's really fun. I love that they add little things every time to these movies because all of these are just in a fucking swamp and it's just trees and bushes. And people get chopped up and stuff. And so I just love how they know that and they have to just switch it up and, you know, add things to it. So it was really cool. I thought the whole plane situation was awesome. And I like that Victor Crowley knew he couldn't get in. So he was trying to find ways to get them to get out. And I thought that was like really smart, even though he's like. I love, but I love that, like, they didn't give him so much credit that the entire everybody in the plane could guess what was happening. It was just extenuating circumstances that made him have a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but like every every time he would go like, OK, well, I'm going to hide up here. They won't know. And they're like, yeah, he's up there. He's hiding. So don't don't go out that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one is, hey, the Asian guy didn't die. Scandalous. <laughs> Because in the other ones, he always dies. And I was like, man, there's going to be another Asian person dies in this movie. No, he didn't. Good for him. He lived twice. Yeah. Andrew might be the one. He might make it all through all these movies. I feel he's going to be the one to save the day in this new trilogy. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't know if Mary Beth's going to make it. Two of his brothers died and now. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about Mary Beth. I think she'll be the, she'll get them all the way, all the way to the end. And then she'll die finally. And then it'll be up to old scared Andrew to finish him off. So I was just reading a thing about the Hatchet series and the director said that when he first, before he started filming the first Hatchet, he had a trilogy all planned out. And before he started filming Victor Crowley, he had multiple movies planned out already. (laughs) So not only does he have five ready, he also has ideas for a, a sixth as well. Cool. So I doubt she will die at the the end of the next one. Apparently in the fifth one, he's leaving the swamp. So I heard about that. Yeah. I want to put him in the suburbs or something. We will see. Then you have to do a, but you have to do the spinoff. You have to do a spinoff where he goes to space for some reason. I'd watch it. Yeah. And then in the hood. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I'd watch it. I mean, because he's not specifically trapped in the swamp now he doesn't have anything holding him back he can go anywhere now i'm well, in i mean he's exploring. i'm not surprised we're watching it now yeah he'll probably come back we'll see 
but yeah, uh, Katie. Um, okay. I would have given you my babies. <laughs> and then smartphones cause chaos in Honey Island Swamp. Yep. Yeah, they do. Both times. <laughs> uh, Micah. Time to bring Victor Crowley to mainstream. I think they've they've done enough to warrant some kind of test in a bigger market. Yeah. I mean, come I on, agree. this is just too much fun. And I and it's kind of cool because it seems like each movie that they put out gets better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm here for that. So make a mainstream. Let's get him in the monster verse. Yeah. I going. Yeah. He's he's awesome. So Okay, my turn. All right. Obviously, I've never written a book before. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And then those balls actually moved. Weird flex, bro. <laughs> I get migraines when I do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking line. I literally lived for that line for like five minutes. And then my alliterative actual synopsis. Plane problems, pulverized people, propeller processed predator. That was good. Heck yeah. Okay, this film came out August 22nd, 2017. Man, I need to make another one. It's been four years. So, uh, forget, remember that we had like a year and a half, two year filmmaking hiatus. Yeah, I know, I know. So, it's really only been like two years for them. Okay, good. One should be coming up soon. Then. <laughs> Hopefully. So uh, what do you guys think the budget for Victor Crowley was? Katie. One million dollar dues. Okay. Emma. Uh, 150,000. Micah. Three dollar dues. Not bad idea. Katie and Micah. But they kept this movie cheap as balls. The budget was four hundred thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, they kept it pretty four hundred thousand dollars. You got it wrong. God damn it! I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, they have the suit, and I don't know if they really have to update it a lot. But I mean, the, his prosthetics and yeah. all of the blood and guts. Yeah, but this is like the fourth one, so I guess they understand what they need, and they probably had stuff in excess, and they're like. Well, we got this, this, and that. We only had to build a plane, like True. an entire plane, a nice chunk of it. So, and then destroy said plane. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> so I couldn't find a box office for this, and you know, it makes sense. All these movies are. Did it come out in a box office? <laughs> I don't think it did, honestly. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, man, that was my box office guess. A smiley face the heavily confused very drunk what the fuck smiley face got it <laughs> but yeah it's you know this movie like i said it did what it needed everyone was excited they watched it so that's worth its weight honestly so i i can't wait for the next one i don't care if this movie made five bucks i it was great so give me more i'm sad that tony todd's dead so i want him yeah. back but and i was gonna say i would say give them a bigger budget but then they'd put too much CGI. Yeah. They got to live in the practical. Yep. Grave Encounters. They might not put any CGI in it. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Don't want a Grave Encounters to it. 
Don't do that. Yeah. Nice. That was a good story. It just they had too much money in their hands, and they're like, "Let's do this." I'm like, "No." <laughs> hey, let's CGI Crowley. Oh no. god, <laughs> he's so gross looking. Oh. Comes in like Scorpion King. <laughs> I'd be so disappointed if he was CG. I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. uh, does anybody? Oh, before we end, minority kill count. So before this episode, we were at at 181 in the Tito Turtle. I counted four and a half because I have the makeup artist because he got cut in half, mm-hmm. and then Sabrina, yeah, and then the lady that was drowning. And then her husband. And then her baby. Casey and Austin. Yeah. Casey and Austin were super white. Oh, they were? They looked white to me. No, if anybody's a question mark, it's the publicist. Oh, yeah. So we had six, maybe. I would have guessed the publicist was Italian. Yeah. And also Austin and Casey. Like, all three of them, likely. Well, like, he talked. Well, he was from what? Jer- Jersey? Jersey, yeah. yeah. Italian. I'm fine with six. Italians are white folks. Oh, there. So don't count them? <laughs> yeah. Europeans, most Europeans are white, yes. I would not count them. So, okay. So <laughs> three. There you go. So the new count is 184 and a Tito Turtle. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to say about Victor Crowley? No, if you can, it's it. All of this is all on Amazon. So go watch them all back to back to back. They're not long enough to justify splitting them up in different times to watch them. And they literally go straight into the next one. I need a super cut of the first three just spliced together. I need someone to make a DVD where they don't stop and it just keeps continuing because it works like that. You can actually watch them as one big movie. I would oh, yeah. absolutely pay for that DVD. <laughs> that I don't right. have to run up and replace it to the next one. Just one DVD that has all three spliced together. I would watch this that. This reminds me of Titanic on VHS and Saving Private Ryan on VHS when they had to split them into two because they couldn't hold it on one VHS. Yeah, and it was right before the, the Titanic got all crazy. That's the, So the second VHS was the better one. That's when all the shit went down. Oh, yeah. The first Titanic's just exposition. And boobs. <laughs> it was all exposition. And then you put in that second tape and they hit that iceberg. And you're like, fuck, shit's going to get wild. Dude hits that propeller. You're like, holy shit. Wait, yeah. hey, hey, spooky movie squad. What's a VHS? Yeah. <laughs> well, before this and streaming, that's how we watched movies. It's a cassette tape for your videos. <laughs> a cassette tape is the way we listen to music before hey, they don't need an explanation. CDs and streaming. Cassette tapes are <laughs> they, back. Could, they, could you watch them in high def 4K? If you have uh, questions. It was so- more fuzzy. Fuzz K. That's how VHS has happened. Fuzz K. Oh, yeah. 1K is a- <laughs> Yeah, 1K. But all our eyes were used to that, so it looked good to us. And then if you go back, is it's like, am I going blind? Yeah, you know? I can't even watch movies from like 1995 on our fancy TV it anymore. Hurts. Like on DVD, made formatted for this. Just like, it looks bad. Oh, it looks so fuzzy and weird. Our eyes are spoiled. <laughs> yep. You notice every minor mistake in animation. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Okay. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Kane Hodder or 
anything. He should come back and do another uh, Friday the 13th movie. I think he should. But you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So that was episode 25. We have six more of these bad boys. And then Kane Potter versus the new Michael. Uh, probably, probably Jason, because he's a for real. Zone. I would be here for that. Unless Michael, my, we don't know what Michael's doing. We need to see the third one. No, I know, but I want. I want but yeah. Oh, Jason. that'd be cool. I want Kane Hunter as Jason with the new Mike Myers. I'm in. That'd be really good. The 2018 version yeah. Mike Myers. Like. I'm, I'm in. That one's cool. He knows like karate and shit now. He's strong as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Studio Fitas, for the artwork. It's really fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. <laughs>